Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you're listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast, episode 206. I'm here tonight with none other than Philip Dassing. Oh, hey, what's up? Lady of the Night, Kyle Wagner. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Matt. <laughs> okay, and uh, Lee Tark. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, Lee's back with us again, man. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Excited. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, I was just joking about the whole Lady of the Night thing. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. I don't know, man. Don't normalize it. I just wanted to make you sound, sound <laughs> mysterious, dude. That'll, besides, that'll do it. Besides, you know, Jared's not here, so I figured I don't have the Jew card tonight, so I, I thought maybe I could have a tranny card. Oh, you know, yeah, like, that makes like, sense. Uh, maybe Kyle could be transitioning was, was a possible scenario. In, in playing out in my head uh, interesting <laughs> thoughts that you have going through your head well, dude I, I'm, I'm all a, day you've been thinking i mean can't you understand though how like if you you have a card that's valuable yeah I, I if get it's not it. there you, know, you, you might want another card to uh you yeah, know replace I, it the problem is i'm i'm not a not a transsexual but kyle we, we could pretend <laughs> i'm good i mean man. don't they all i'm good yeah don't so uh all. Oh. Okay, so nice yeah. transphobia, Phil. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Hey, but who, they who, are having. Who are you, Mike Shipley, dude? Um. What, what is going on? So, <laughs> uh, number one, I'd like to you know tell you guys about the Patreon that we have now. We do have an after hours program that we record right after this, and if you contribute a minimum of one dollar per month, you will gain access. So, uh, if you want to help keep the lights on in Energy Basement, um, hit us up over at Patreon. And, and I, I got a good story to tell about. I, I want to tease it for the after hours, man. Um, I had an SJW moment in a Chick-fil-A the other day. I want to talk about that. Nice. Oh, wow, dude. Yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting. Hmm. So uh, I think number one tonight, we're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about New Zealand. So there, were, there was a shooting. Uh, stop me if I get anything wrong. There was a shooting at a mosque. Two, two mosques. Two mosques. Two mosques. Two. Okay. That didn't take long for you to get something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, Kyle. Yeah. I, I support you in your, your brave transitioning. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm stunning and brave. <laughs> stunning and brave. Yeah. So, okay. So there was a shooting at two mosques, right? Now, somebody told me like they just reported one at first and now they reported the second one. Is, was there anything to that? I don't think so. I, I heard uh, right off the bat that there, there were two different uh, mosques involved in New Zealand. Um, you know, I guess I'll just get right into it. So, like, uh, I got the guy's manifesto. I don't know if anybody has read it, but uh, it it was... Um, I didn't read the whole thing. It's 74 pages, but it was totally bizarre. I'm it was waiting almost for the, like the cliff a, notes. Yeah, it was like the guy was uh, throwing in jokes, you know? They're like, so it's in a Q&A format. He's like, I'm just going to anticipate some of the questions that people are going to have about this. And he's like, you know, did video games inspire me? And he's like, yeah, Spyro the Dragon 3 inspired me to white nationalism. You know, and he's like, no, of course, video games have nothing to do with this. And then, like, um, there's one part where uh, he, he does the copy pasta of the Navy SEAL. Have you ever seen that? Where the guy's like, you know, who yeah. the, who the F do you think I am, you little maggot? You know, I'm I'm Navy SEAL. I graduated in the top of my class. It's a it's like a famous like internet meme and it's like a long paragraph of this guy going off on this rant about how he's gonna like beat somebody's ass because he was like a top of the top of his class navy seal and he put that in his manifesto so it was like it was written by like a 4chan troll or a facebook troll it was just absolutely bizarre and uh 
I, I really didn't know what to make of it. it. It's almost like the guy had like a detachment from reality where he was like this internet character. And meanwhile, like you're going around literally killing people, you know, like I, it, it just was really strange um, to me to read. Did you, did you read it, Phil? Uh, I didn't, I, I couldn't really divulge into reading it after I saw the whole video. Um, someone posted it. And I, I, so I, it happened that night and I was laying in bed and I decided to watch it and I probably shouldn't have. Um, it, it was kind of strange cause it, it hit me really hard and it wasn't something that I haven't felt like that in a long time. And I, I think it was the whole point of it is you're seeing this tragedy, like this just awful act of violence from beginning to end and you see it. And you hear the commentary and you see all the details that you'd hear from like Columbine, how would stories would come out from this witnesses and stuff they say like weeks after, months after, years after. I saw it all. Like Did it have audio too? Yeah, I had audio. Wow. Like he Crazy. talks about like, you know, he said what uh, what about Pew- PewDiePie or whatever? He said, join or, you know, add PewDiePie. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, like he has that one guy on I forget what he's on. Um but uh, he was just talking about all this stuff, like on the way over, like listening to like weird music. A lot of it sounded kind of like it was some of it was techno, some of it was like rock, some of it was uh, like German polka music. He was listening in his car on the way over. Like it starts, it starts. He's in his car. I don't recommend anyone watch it. You can just hear what if you haven't seen it, you're on the fence. Don't. It's, it's not. It's it's pretty awful, and it's not gory. And that's another thing too. It wasn't as gory as I thought it would be. And I don't know. You just look at it, and it's literally like a video game. What, like it was staged? No, no, I, no. I I'm not one of those of that, people. The video game image is because it was a GoPro on the guy's head, and so you see the gun, right? And it kind of looked like a first-person shooter. Kyle, you don't think this was this was faked, like the moon landing? I don't, you know, no, but I know a lot of people that, you know, they think every time something like this happens, it was yeah. fake. Um, There's no faking this. I, I don't think it was. I mean, literally. Um, I, I did read that it, it took the did, was it? So they took the police thirty six minutes to show up, or yeah. thirty six minutes to stop. I it? saw no, no. See, to show I, up, I think it was to what to the second mosque, right? I think so. Because well, the reason I mean that's like that's kind of reasonable when you see that there's gunfire at one mosque, every single fucking police is going to go to that one, mm. and then there could be some type of. Like, well, wait a minute, this other mosque. No, no, it's at this mosque. And they're like, well, no, it's at this mosque. You know, so it could have been some kind of confusion. Well, I don't it know. wasn't I mean, multiple shooters, right? It's just one. I think it was, it was the one, one guy. Sh- I think yeah. it's the one guy. And, of course, the second, the second, there's a video from the second mosque from someone who was in there right after the guy left. He got shot at by someone who was carrying in the mosque. And that's why he that's why he fled. He didn't kill everyone like he did. Oh wow! Yeah, guns so, save lives yeah. again, huh? Well, exactly. And so mm. it took. I think it took thirty six minutes to get to that crime scene because all the police. You see, as he's driving away after he does this, he drives away, and there's police coming, like on the other side of the road, just sirens. You can hear him. You see him like coming down the other side of the street. So they, they did catch the guy there, right? Yeah, he mm. he wanted to be caught. He wanted this to be caught. He, like, he didn't want to kill law enforcement, at least in his manifesto. He said, I, you know, respect the police and, and don't Jesus want to shoot Christ. any of them. So you guys have something them. in common, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess we do. Um, yeah. Um, so I, man, it was crazy. I mean, it's crazy to go through with something like that. It, I mean, in just the manner it happened, and it was just, it's so numbing and so just cold. Like, 
there's one thing that'll always it'll stick out for me watching this video. There's two parts really, maybe three, I guess. <laughs> but the first one is he's driving into there's like a one way, almost like a driveway next to the mosque, and he drives in. Uh, did, did any of you guys see the whole video or anything? No, I couldn't watch. Okay. I, yeah, it it's not worth it. He just drives into the driveway. He all the way down to where there's like a parking lot where he can make a two point turn or three. I'm sorry, a three point turn, and he backs up. And he pulls around, coming, pulling his car face first towards the road. And as he approaches the sidewalk, an old man is walking by. And he just, the old man kind of stops thinking that he's going to pull out. But he just, the, the guy, the, the shooter, he's in the car, he waves the guy. You see him, he just waves with his hand telling, oh no, you go. And he let the guy walk in front of him and just walk towards the, the mosque. And he goes to the back of his car and he's pulling, he's, all of his guns have all... All this anti-Muslim rhetoric, like written on it, some shit going back to one battle in the the Turkish-Russian War back to like 1879, like one battle, wow. and he it's just written on his on these guns. He had a shotgun. He had like some type of AR-15 style gun. I don't really know guns that much, so and he he pulls out what he needs to pull out, and he goes and walks towards the mosque in the same direction that this guy's walking, and the guy like kind of turns back and kind of looks at him. And instead of like shooting him or anything, he just turns and goes into the mosque. Hmm. And I'm like, this guy just left one of the biggest, <laughs> the the single probably what this is the bit the most the, the biggest mass shooting in New Zealand history. I probably. mean, this is like double their their yearly count of murder. Like, it, it was so awful. And just to think that this one guy just just he just walked through it and i don't know if he was going to the mosque i don't know what he was but he just let him walk and that just was the guy um of middle eastern descent he looked like it but i i i I wasn't really focused on that because that's when the shooting started he just walks up and he just he immediately so so you're one of those people that doesn't see color yeah i was i wasn't seeing much color (laughs) but no it was bad like and he just i mean he just goes over into this mosque and he just shoots these people as he's walking in with the shotgun and then he pulls out the you know the ar-15 and he just starts shooting these people in the crowd and he's he's double tapping people as he walks through yeah they said like he's shooting people that are on if they they were laying on the ground he would shoot them yeah you know and i did hear that like one woman said like please help or help me help me that was that was the end he after the second time he went back into the mosque and he was shooting into the like a pile of bodies he saw a woman run across the court like to run to go outside through a door and he follows her out to the courtyard and he shoots her as she's she's like she just like one second sooner he would he wouldn't be able to shoot her and he shot her and she fell on the ground and he walked to the sidewalk and she's i mean literally she's on the ground and she's waving to people the cars driving past on the sidewalk saying help me help me and he's he's walking towards her and halfway through her saying help me he shoots her like right in the head like the execution's right on the ground and you you see it like you see and like that's just that hit me man like i was yeah because you're not, not watching a, not watching a movie at that point yeah. you're and watching a uh, real footage this is, and it's like beginning to end. like i can't stress that enough it's you see it's beginning to end with columbine as a kid when we, i mean that came out when i was in sixth grade and that was you like you just heard about these things but you never saw it like this is this man just shooting into a crowd like killing like there was no women there because i think they do a separate women's service I think it's only men were allowed at this service that they were at, and he's they were like little children there, and he was just killing them. And I, I, you didn't really see a lot of blood or anything like that, but just the bodies just twitch as they're 
lifeless body gets hit with another rifle round. Oh, he was shooting children. Yeah. Damn. And it's just it was so just awful. And so like how do how did you see this video? Because I'm I'm guessing like CNN or people weren't sharing. No, it, a lot uh, of people were taking it down. He streamed live what to Facebook was it? I heard I Facebook, Facebook. Yeah. And. It was really bad. Like I couldn't sleep. I wow. I just kept thinking about it. I, I I knew that I was staying up to like maybe one thirty, two o'clock at night, and I had to wake up at like six thirty the next morning. I, I couldn't sleep, and the whole next day, that's all I kept thinking about. I I just it was just so awful, and I, the stuff never really hits me like that. And I just you're a decent person. I, I but see, I make a lot of awful jokes about stuff like this, yeah. and literally the first thing I saw like. Why this is? I mean, literally, their bodies were still inside the mosque, still warm, and people were making like jokes, like crap. And I mean, whatever. I'm not above that, but at the same time, I was just like, I, I couldn't do that, and I kind of made it known. Like, I was like, there's a lot of people who claim to be anti-war and talk about the horrors of war, but yet they're cracking right. jokes on this. And I'm like, this, and and the dude even in the car, he was like, wow, he he's talking to himself in the GoPro in the mirror, mm-hmm. and he he says to himself, he's like, wow, I didn't expect that in that firefight. Like he called it a firefight. Like oh. that's not a yeah, firefight. You're, you're just slaughtering innocent this people. This was on his way part. to the second Point. mosque. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, I found it interesting. You know, he he did uh, talk about like I guess the Knights Templar or something. You know. It, like Anders yeah. Brevik, the guy that shot up uh, Denmark, I think it was. Yeah, yeah he, you know, he referred to him as like a like a knight or something. So he kind of it was sort of like uh, I don't know, going back to the Crusades or something, sort of perceiving this as part of a Christian versus Muslim sort of great war, and that he was a soldier in that war or something like that. But uh, you know, I, I don't think those people would have been okay with uh, slaughtering just women and children and innocent people, unarmed people. It's not like this was part of a, a combat situation or something like that it's not like he was in in war you know he was shooting civilians and in it, a church it was and it was or so mosque, mosque. Oh, yeah. but it's just it's so it just resonates and just sits with me i can't even really describe the feeling it had on me I'm like i i i started like tearing up at work like hours afterwards like just in the middle just thinking about it, just like it's just I don't know. It, it stuck with me so bad. And the last time we had the Baltimore, you know, when the riots happened in Baltimore, like that kind of hit me like that. Like I can see the smoke from my house where people are rioting and mm-hmm. people are fighting and just, it just, it hit me just as, not, not as hard, but like this time. You just need to drink more, man, and kill all your emotions. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah. I felt like I could have, I felt like I could have drank a shitload mm-hmm. because that was just so messed up. And, and then of mm-hmm. course, you knew, I even sent a message. I said, the first thing I sent over yeah. in the group chat, I was just like, be prepared for the media shitstorm. It's coming. And mm-hmm. it, it did it, immediately, immediately on Twitter. It just, they, everyone had to make this a political issue and just, and I know it's kind of, cliche to say oh let's let's you know let the bodies you know the bodies are still warm let's not make this political that type of rhetoric but it's so true it's just like can we just get the facts straight can we just find out because it all oh, the t- whole what, few days we kept on saying 49 49 people he killed 49 well the 50th just died oh did they yeah get, okay and there's still more that could die from this yeah they know? have critically wounded people who are in the hospital from from the attack and uh one thing i did see in the manifesto was he said that he had um dabbled he he was a communist and then he was uh, an anarchist and then he um was a libertarian and then he became an eco-fascist so he he did 
What it, is it, that? He's been sort of all over the philosophical so that, map. That that reads to me one thing. He's an attention whore. Like this guy was such an attention whore, and and everyone's like, "Well, he's an eco fat." And everyone, both sides were playing this shit too. And I saw it, and it was pissing me off. Where there was Republicans saying, "Oh, he he said he didn't like Trump," or uh, or in his manifesto, or he said, uh, "See, he was an eco fascist." See, he was not. He's not a, a right wing. And I'm like, shut up. Like this dude was just an anti-Muslim crazy person who was just desperate for attention he wanted me to see that video he wanted me to remember him he wanted me to he wanted me to do all this stuff and i and it hit me and so he he was right it hit me like that and now i'm gonna forever remember this and he won and i'm so glad that there's no. a video of him uh when he got taken into court they blur out his face and mm. i think good don't give him his moment he already has it the pictures are already put around i don't even really remember his name i'm not like the type of person who's like well don't even say his name but I just don't like him getting his attention, and that's what he wanted. To me, well, it this wasn't is what about. I, I disagree. I, well, I, I don't totally disagree, but I don't think this was about him. It was he didn't want the attention for himself. He wanted the attention to his cause. He wanted you to understand his cause and his position. And he, he he's trying to, at least according to his manifesto, um, sort of initiate some conflict. You know, he wants to drive a wedge between people and and actually yeah. start a white versus non-white Didn't he sort say, of like, con- he even chose, racial conflict. He chose the weapons to specifically kind of influence the discussion that's already being had in the United States. I, I heard yeah, something like that. that like, none he, of that really made a lot of sense to me. I was like, okay, so you want he wants them to start confiscating guns in the United States, and then he sees that um, starting a civil war between the right and the left in the United States. I, I was like, man, this is a real... First of all, it's delusions of grandeur, right? Like, none of this is going to happen. I mean, people are going to argue, but they're not going to be even remotely it's not going to be what you think and it's not going to have the result that you think like you're not that important to the world you know people are just going to move on with their lives they're going to say well that was tragic but and they're just going to move on and in two weeks Uh, you'll be i mean but dude the media does always use you know media and politicians will both use this event yeah they they are but has it triggered a civil war in the united states i mean that's that's a real stretch you know it it's being used as a political football just like every every other incident like this where both sides point to it and say you know well this shows you uh we need more gun control or this shows you that like people need to be armed we need more guards in churches or whatever i mean i don't know i just don't see it triggering a civil war in the united states like yeah that's not gonna start i mean well it could go that way if they start trying to confiscate guns. If this helps, you know, bur- the straw that breaks the camel's back when it comes to gun legislation in the United States, where this could be, well, if they we didn't do anything, another, we want to prevent another, you know, New Zealand, what, Christchurch, I think is. If it didn't happen town. after the last, you know, 15 incidents, like, why would this too. be the one? And a lot of people say that too. And I think there is something to be said where it's. The media really is focused on this because it was a crazy white guy against minorities. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but like they really didn't. The, I mean, the media attention was probably the, it's probably the same as it was with um, the Ve- Las Vegas shooting. But I feel like there was a lot of I feel like this is I mean, this is going to this is not going to go away. It's not going to go away for a long time. And as much as everyone wanted the one in Vegas to go away, just sort of like whatever. You know, it was a white guy against white white people. They the media loves it when it's this type of way around, and, and that's just a plain fact. And I, I'm not, 
I'm not trying to make it political. That's just an observation. Like that's just how it is. Do you know what a eco-fascist is? No, like, like not really. I, I know. To me, I thought he sounded like an ethno-fascist or an ethno-nationalist. That's what it came off as. Me. You know, he even said something like, "I'm okay with Muslims in their own countries. I just don't want them in our countries." You know, um, this wasn't even his country. He's from Australia. Yeah, I found that to be a little weird. I'm like, okay, you don't, you're not from New Zealand, but it makes it me think um, though. Back and, to what I was saying before, real quick. MK Ultra. <laughs> no, it made me think like going back real quick. Like he chose New Zealand. New Zealand's always when people bring up like Australia gun ban and how much it's worked and whatever. I'm like, well, no, compare it to Australia. I mean, compare that. You keep on comparing us to Australia, but New Zealand has the same type of laws. I mean, like, and gun violence doesn't happen there, like, uh, United States-wise. So, like, I, so I, I always heard... use New Zealand as this example. Okay. Mm. I thought I had heard that they only had, like, 37 murders a year. I could have misheard that. No, you know, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's that very, is... Very this low. guy just, like, beat their murder average for the entire year in one incident. So, th- yeah. they've got to be... They've got to be an absolute shock down there, I would Well, they already... Sure. The new the Prime Minister already said that they're going to ban... Uh, it's like, people don't even know what they say. Like, they're going to ban semi-automatic rifles like do you know what that even means like most, semi-automatic most of they them don't saying it yeah most of them don't <laughs> yeah, like they just say it and they think like oh semi-automatic assault rifle like, what, blah 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 like, what was the eco part i mean that's I, what i don't, I don't know. if you're don't. gonna say he's an eco-fascist like to me uh an eco i think fascist is the people that are like um you know attacking um power plants or they want to yeah. they want to mm-hmm. go to all green energy or something like that and they're used they're willing to use violence to achieve their their preferred form of energy usage i, I i've never heard of the eco-fascist who hates muslims like that that's more of a ethno thing right yeah. and ethan even said it right here he says the whole manifesto seemed like such a huge troll i don't think much of anything political can be gleaned from it and I, I agree it's it, it was something like he just wanted to say words just to fill a page and just went on with it it sounds like an episode of dexter where he like just copied and pasted a bunch of weird shit to confuse people like the way Kyle's describing it. It just sounds... It, it is. Like it makes no sense. That's why I didn't even get into it. I just saw the video. I'm like, I saw what he did in action speak louder than his stupid words. I just... I saw it. And he wrote on his fucking guns as he's killing these people who had nothing to do with any of these past things you want to talk about. They're like... I don't get this sense of collectivism where this piece of shit, like he wasn't there. He his town wasn't slaughtered by Muslim horde invaders from the Ottoman Empire back in you know fifteen whatever. Like what? Like I don't understand how that correlates to today. These are peaceful Muslims, and even if there was a terrorist in the group, they weren't doing anything. No, it's, like, it's not. I, I, Phil, I don't even like want to give them that much credit, but it's just like this collectivist bullshit idea. That I just mm. can't wrap my mind around it. It's not just that he's scared of the threat of them, of the terrorism. He actually be- wants a homogenous society. And he I, that's what I got out of the, the bit that I read, that he was like, these, they have a higher birth rate. That was a big thing for him. He yeah, was I heard, like, I heard that. He was like, they're going to outbreed and out, outpopulate us. And once they come into our country, soon the whole country is going to be Muslim instead of white. And it was like... You know, I mean, I don't think historically Australia and New Zealand were populated by white people to begin with. No, exactly. Right? So it's a yeah. lot of like our land this and our land that. And I'm like, eh, you know, go if you go a few hundred years back, it wasn't there were no whites there. So uh, you're already sort of the invaders. Um, I and, and people think like um, 
you're just you're not going to change the human migration patterns and the just by killing 50 people or like spreading this kind of hate or something like that like if you look at humans like they just spread we go everywhere you know if there's a bit of untouched land and we come in and we populate and um you can't simply say oh well we're not going to allow any of this race or that race it, it just that's how the human race inevitable. spread i mean if you believe like mm-hmm. they uh, like humans we came from africa we just spread we i mean people learn how to sail and they eventually landed on fucking australia and they were or like the all oh, indonesia and all these countries and they just sort of like island hop you know just okay well we're done here a few hundred years we're going to another island mm-hmm. and they eventually found their way like that's just what happens and now we're in such a global like everything's so global with the internet and mm-hmm. with like technology and transportation like yeah, it's that's easy to travel it's gonna happen i mean and that's it's it's just one of these things like I, I just can't get my mind around it like he he talks about this battle that happened in 1879 like what the fuck did that have to do with what you're doing now and it doesn't make anything happen right like you're not justified you're not and he said like remember like just go, these people's names he was writing in russian on his guns too and i, I just I, I couldn't like, this guy just it's just so like he wanted attention, and that's what I keep coming back to. Like he's just such a loser and just such an awful, evil person. Like he just wanted attention, and I, that because that's what he did by putting a GoPro like that is just the ultimate. And he went he went live to Facebook on it. And people in 4chan, I saw some of the comments or 8chan, I don't even know what they were saying. Like I can't believe he actually went through with it. Oh my god, dude, he's got great shot. He has got a great you know accuracy and. That's so gross. That, like, yeah, it, it's like an internet troll came to life and then murdered a bunch of people. That's and exactly very, what this was. <laughs> a very weird scenario. And it's almost like <laughs> NPC Daily. I think they had a whole, or I don't know. I don't know if they had this or not. Or someone had this thing about like, well, sarcasm's the tool of white supremacy, and because <laughs> it leads to trolling. And now troll. And now, I'm sh- now I'm sure this is there. Someone's gonna make that connection. Like, well, white men being sarcastic and trolling online, though that leads to murder and church and mosques. Like, I'm sure someone, so someone will make that jump. They've already made so many jumps at least. Well, they you blamed just it on made Trump. it for him. <laughs> I know. They blamed it on Trump. I mean, yeah, it's already course, like he's dog whistling the white supremacy. Dog whistling. Yeah. yeah. It's such fucking bullshit. Uh, I guess we'll see what comes of it. it um, there's there's a lot that's still to come of it, man. And it, it it's one of, it's, it's really disturbing. And it, like, like you said, people are still dying from what he did. Like, there's still people in the hospital, so like, clinging to life. And just you see every detail like there was no detail lost on this like there's not well i was in there and i saw it and i and like some guy tried to tackle him uh as he's changing um changing magazines or whatever and he just point blank just got him i mean he uh. just as he like hits him and he just shoots boom boom he falls to the ground and then he double taps him like that's just what he did and, and like that detail you know what i mean that's something like that detail would have came out months from now well a man tried to stop him and this was his name and like it's one of the things where i saw it happen like no less than an hour after this happened maybe two hours after it happened did did the guy that stopped him was he carrying because i i read the story because i read that he like got two shots off and then i also read like he dropped like he picked up one of the uh guns that the guy dropped but it was empty, and then he was like throwing stuff at him or something. Like that didn't really I, sound right. Yeah, but. maybe there was something to. I didn't catch all that. Um, yeah. I just caught a few stories. Like afterwards, they said that the the reason why he didn't kill everyone at the second mosque was because some guy pulled out a gun who was carrying and shot. Gotcha. I don't know if it was his gun or maybe a gun he dropped, but he was able to fend him off. Shocking. Yeah. I mean, literally, there's a story. I mean, you know the philosopher. 
Yeah. Uh, she did a, a whole one a day for a year yep. of defensive gun use yep. stories. And she, yeah, exactly. She was like day 253 of a yeah. case where someone, you know, ended some type of shooting by, because the other person had a gun, yeah. you know? It, it's it wasn't like BiblePatriot.com. It's like local news stories yep, local that news you define. Yeah, exactly. like <laughs> yeah, man, it's just really disturbing, and I it it made me very unsettled, and it hit me harder than anything I saw. And it's just because the amount of detail that went into this. This he wanted me to see this. Like this dude wanted you to see this, and he wanted you to see every detail, and he wanted the credit for it. He's like aim, he's like looking at the mirror at his GoPro, so you see his fucking ugly face and. I mean, he's. This is why we need to get rid of people with red hair. I mean, they're just. We need to ethically cleanse gingers. Man. Wait, wait, wait. He was a muggle. Yeah. Uh. That changes uh, everything. <laughs> he was of Irish descent. Or I know on St. Patrick's Day, out of all days. Terrible. Yeah. All right, ready? Yeah, sure, sure, dude. Okay, so so now we're gonna talk about Beto, Kyle. <laughs> nice yeah. transition. Yeah. So, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, tell me, as a, a transsexual libertarian, how do you feel about Beto? <laughs> well, he uh, he seems awfully s- straight, white, and male for the uh, Democratic Party at this point. So, you know? a, a little too cis. That's not very progressive. A, a little too cis for your taste? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, for their taste in particular. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this guy. I had never heard of him before, and all of a sudden, you know, he has big rallies and lots of people supporting him. I heard he lost an election in Texas. It was, a clo- it was pretty okay. close for, oh, like, so this being was- a Democrat, like, out of nowhere. Okay, so this was Ted Cruz's rival yeah. mm-hmm. in Texas, which is, you know, traditionally Republican yeah, stronghold. That's where, you first, that's where I first heard about Beto. Okay. And, and, and people, people rag on him, and they say, like, he couldn't beat Ted Cruz. But it's like, you know, he couldn't beat Ted Cruz in Texas. Yeah, Yeah, that's a different, you know, if you're going for the presidency, that's obviously completely different, uh, you know. Well, yeah, and and us being punk rock libertarians, we should probably um, address that... uh, you know, isn't that his, his whole card that he he's cool because he used to be a punk rocker? Yeah. But, you know, I heard his band. I wouldn't really call them punk. Gotcha. He said he was an influence. Did you, did you I, I didn't listen to it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He said his main influence was uh, Ian MacKay of Fugazi and Minor Threat. Okay. Yeah, which, I mean, he's Ian MacKay is one of my main influences, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that dude. Yeah. So someone was oh. like, I guess he might not have heard the, the song Guilty Being White. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So, dude, it's he. Well, I, you know, I, like even like uh, Ian MacKay is totally, um, you know, like, I've heard a bunch of times like he's like totally like kind of like disowned that song from what I. Oh yeah, saying. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, have you heard him like his interviews lately, Ian MacKay? Like he, he just sounds so stupid. Like he just sounds like an angry, upset like. Like he's almost on the verge of crying almost every single time he, I hear him talk. And he had this interview back in like 2013, and it was. Someone asked him, like, well, who are you voting for? And he's like, I vote, but I'm not going to tell you. But I vote. I vote for the, the candidate who's who's least likely to take me to war. The candidate, and yet uh, yeah, he like, voted well, for Obama. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, I mean. In, in 2012. In all, in all fairness, in, in, well, yeah, in 2020. Exactly. 2012, you yeah. should have known better, definitely. But, you know, in, in 2008, for, for some people, he supposedly was the peace candidate. Yeah. yeah. You know, between uh, Obama and who did he run against? Was it McCain? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That dude. No. I don't. Okay. So, don't you think that the video of the the mass shooting in New Zealand that 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 always like reminds me of something that I can imagine uh, people like John McCain like jerking off to. <laughs> like those people live on the blood of like brown people. 
McDonald's, you know, Elliot Abrams, uh, Bannon, or uh, Scott. Uh, what? Oh shit! What the fuck? Not Steve Bannon. <laughs> what the, fu- the other. I always can always mess his name. Up. The other dude with the mustache and glasses. I know you're thinking of John. Uh, no, John. John, John Bolton. John, John Bolton. Bolton. Yeah. I always mix those two up for whatever fucking reason. Yeah, Bolton. Like those sick motherfuckers. Like they must have loved that video. Like, I don't oh, think yeah, I wish so. I in the United States, I could send more people to war and make more money. I don't know because I think one of the reasons we got out of Vietnam was because there was like imagery that people saw how gross it was and how like horrible it was yeah th- that's what I've always heard and I've also always heard that apparently the media is not allowed to cover it like that because you know then uh, the American people would see it and probably not be as gung-ho for the war Dude, that, started just complacent. The, that started with the yeah. Civil War. Like that was when f- photography became the big mm. thing, and that's people were seeing like pictures of bloated corpses on the f- on the like, on the ground. They're like, "Holy shit!" And, like yeah. people were seeing that for Holy the first shnikes. time after the Civil War. Yeah, we've come a long way to live streaming. Yeah, and think right. about look like, what was it yesterday? Day before yesterday was the fifty first anniversary of the My Lai massacre in uh, Vietnam, where they the uh, tr- soldiers were they murdered four hundred innocent civilians. Jesus. Men, women, children raped, murdered, and and dumped them in a mass grave and shit. Like, and it, uh, yeah, that was like what a few days ago. It was the, like the anniversary wow. of it. But like going back to what we we're talking about, like Ian, um, Ian McKay, um, he he just I don't know. He just sounded like when like I love to him, like when he talks about stories of the old like back in the day and stuff. But when he starts talking about politics, I'm just like, dude, get, just shut up. <laughs> like shut up. Like you just you're just a big dumb old socialist and just get out of here but but that's apparently who beto like he loves apparently and he he came about really like i'd never heard of this guy before and his name is francis yeah, I mean, robert uh Ian mckay is like a capital he's yeah. a capitalist in practice well not really he, he never made a fugazi shirt well, Except I mean, for one shirt. You know, he's got a record label that he's done well enough on to at least stay I know, open. I know. You know? I, know. I mean, I'm pretty sure the guy's probably doing uh, financially yeah, well. But they hide behind the like, well, we make everything free online, which is cool and all for people like me who wants to hear something from Discord. Records. No, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like they they do some really cool stuff. Oh my goodness, like I, I love Minor Threats so much. Mm-hmm, it, yeah. It's easily. Uh, it's easily probably my number one biggest musical influence. Did you like Teen Idols, his first band? Uh, you know, I feel like I feel like I heard them before, and it just wasn't doing anything for me. They had know? a song called "The Only Good Deadhead Is One Is Dead." It's, <laughs> well, I mean, if it was, if it was before song. if it was before Minor Threat, it was like yeah. pre nineteen eighty, right? Yeah, it was like nineteen seventy nine, uh, I think. So yeah, I mean, that would have made him what I'm guessing like sixteen, yeah, maybe, something 15, like that, yeah. sixteen, seventeen. Uh, who knows? Um, so yeah, I mean, he would have been pretty young, and when you're in high school, you do write some stupid songs. I can attest to that. You know? <laughs> so, and I, I guess that's one thing with uh, with Beto too. I guess we were going to talk about his uh, his past mistakes. So he's, he's got the DUI. It's like you know, I, I know so many people that could have had DUIs. You know, if, if they were only caught. And I also know people that got caught. I mean, they're decent people. They had a lapse in judgment. So I think I think that's kind of like harsh to judge them on that. Oh, I know, know, I know, yeah. I know. It's it's just one of those things where you like the Republican Party. Today, I was showing you guys earlier. Um, they tweet out a picture of. Uh, they said I forget what it is but it's pretty much they're making fun of his mug shot they put like an Irish hat on him green hat and they say drink uh, drink uh, responsibly today or you know they're talking about Francis because uh, his name's uh, Francis Robert O'Rourke but for some reason they named him Beto to make him sound more 
ethnic and <laughs> no, well, I mean, <laughs> more I, appealing. I mean, from what I read, okay, and, I, and this might have been some some BS propaganda to make him sound cool. From what I read, um, it's uh, it's like Spanish, like short for Roberto, and they called him Beto because like his grandfather's name was Robert, so they wanted to like distinguish him from his uh, grandfather. I didn't hear that. I just know his name. I just, I just thought that was well, just a short that's name. What I, that's what I read. It might have even been on like Wikipedia. My or friend growing shit. up was uh-huh. Roberto and people like his family and stuff, they call him Beto and stuff. So to think that he's trying to live off this in Texas, like there's a clear thing. People who don't really speak English. I mean, I'm just saying, just I'm just saying dude, it polls. could just be his nickname. It doesn't have to be some but sort of like still, crazy. Come on. That's, that's so manufactured. This dude is a total fucking fraud. <laughs> or, or have you ever seen him point? Apparently everyone's making fun of him like this way he point. He always like points and does it's, this weird shit with okay, his hands okay, and he's like, so fucking funny. Dude, I'm not, I, I don't like, I don't like the guy. Okay. And I don't like the guy because he's a socialist, you know, <laughs> um, but you know, it's like he does have that Obama charm, charisma. You know, it, it's like, and that's that's honestly what scares me about him. Well, that's why I feel like the, the and during this election they really wanted him. To, I think if he would have beat Ted Cruz, this dude would be the absolute yeah. front runner in the primary for it to beat. Because look, look what they did with Obama. Obama started out as a state senator, and he before he even got um before he could even serve, I believe in. When he made it to Congress, he was making he was one of the headline speeches at the Democratic convention, mm-hmm. right? Back in like two thousand four, that I think. That's right. when I first heard about Obama, and, or two thousand six, maybe. And that's the, he was on the fast track to become president. Where he did nothing before are, this. Are you saying Obama was selected? Yes. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. And I think Beto O'Rourke is now that he entered. That's all they're talking about. Like I was literally watching TV like the day after he announced he was running, and then like. On the commercial, like he was just a random commercial. They're like, we're gonna interview the newly, you know, a front runner to be to run for president. And it was like a sixty minutes or some type of interview, whatever. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention, and it was Beto O'Rourke. I'm like, really? Like that dude just announced? Like Tulsi Gabbard is what for m- about a month now has, has been running, putting okay. out good and videos online. You know, I want I want to comment to Craig Bowen, and he says, uh, "What uh, Beto comes off as more of an old emo guy rather than." Punk. <laughs> And, yeah, you know, I mean, I've heard his music. I didn't really think it was punk. I thought it was like uh, arty indie rock or yeah. something. You know, I mean, I wouldn't call it punk by any stretch. No, of course not. You know, um, I don't know the, the stuff that the song that I heard because I think I just heard like one song on YouTube and I was like, oh, this is awful. And, and, <laughs> you know, started watching something else. But to me, it really seems like the media and whoever's in the connection with with some type of establishment in the Democratic Party, I really feel like they want this guy. Like, they want him. He's got the charisma. He looks young. He, he's he got the, the fancy name of Beto. And they want... A lot of people... I mean, you got to think. A lot of people who don't speak English, they just get handed a card and say, oh, his name's Beto. Like, I know Beto. Yeah. I've known... My my uncle was named Beto. Like, that that, res- that does resonate so with a lot of voters. you think they went voters. with a Hispanic-sounding nickname to appeal to yeah, the Hispanic course. population of, of Texas? Of course. That got is it. exactly how this happened. Could be. I, you know, I, I you won't convince me otherwise. I mean, we, there's a long way to go until the Democratic primary. Mm-hmm. There's probably a lot more people going to enter, and it's I I don't I don't know that he's the the front runner or 
whatever. We're gonna see. Well, it's a long, it's a long road. Kamala Harris is definitely the big, big one before Beto announced he's running, and he was well, on the Bernie cover. Sanders is in he, there. I well, mean, he was. They don't want Bernie because you know why? Because a lot of them he, love Bernie, but not really because he was an independent. He wasn't a Democrat. He does. He's not in Congress as a Democrat. He's an independent, and the Democratic, the DNC does not like. Oh, he's that. like their beloved uncle or something. They like. Well, him. of course he comes off. He's like the crazy socialist uncle that they can. Yeah, kinda, crazy uncle. They, they, they can appeal to the college kids and get him in. Kind of how they looked at Ron Paul and the Republicans yeah. looked at Ron Paul. I don't know. I I think of him more as the uncle that touches kids with socialism. <laughs> yeah, the uncle, the uncle who's a millionaire who has three fucking houses, but yet talks about uh, you know income in- inequality. Three houses. I thought it was two houses. Uh, it's apparently it's three now. Three. Yeah, he bought wow. a new one. Yeah, he bought another one. Oh, Fucker. That dude fucking scumbag but so i so i really feel like they need someone kind of new not someone regurgitated they don't want anyone that's connected to the 2016 election mm. because it, i mean the emails you read the emails dude he was bought like he was bought they gave him a luxury um uh like personal airplane for him to use to travel around they gave him like he got so much money from like thing after he pretty much accepted that the the results of the primary that was rigged against him yeah and the, that all came out in the emails but they don't want you to know about that they just want you to know that, that it was russia orange man bad yeah. that's all they want you to know <laughs> dude that's some deep with the doc stuff dude it's out there it's out there go google it and look at it yourself just read the uh, read the emails i'm telling you, you'll see it all and i think but beto is kind of a new fresh up-and-coming face and just like how obama oh you know rose to power and he's mold you could just look at him he's a fucking douche like you just look at him he's just he's just goofy and and he had this one he was on the cover of a magazine where he's got like this almost looks like a denim button-down shirt jeans he has his hands on his hips and literally someone found a picture of ronald reagan on this on another type of magazine front cover right by his truck the same exact pose wearing the same exact outfit it's like they're grooming him to look like they want to they want to get the pictures out to you and they want to just get his name out and get the, I'm telling you man they're uh, pushing I, I, hard I think, for this dude. I think he's photogenic, he's got the charisma, he's, yep. he's a charmer, he's exactly what And the, he didn't have anything know. to do with 2016. And that's that's another thing too. I think they want to distance themselves from the biggest democratic embarrassment in history. They want to just anyone who's involved in that they're just like no, nah, we don't, we don't want any of you. Martin O'Malley, get the fuck out of here. Uh anyone who ran in that election <laughs> just get out. We don't want you. And I think as much as they know, they don't want they don't want Bernie Sanders. I know they don't want Bernie Sanders. You read the emails, they don't want him. Like, but they kind of need him because he brings people to the party. So they'll allow him to do his little thing, his little you know, oh you know, 50, you know, fifteen dollars an hour. That shit. <laughs> they'll let him. They'll let him p- put out his socialist bullshit like that. But and then when time push comes to shove, they're like, okay, go back to your go back to your one of your three homes we bought you. Get out of here and let's you know. And they'll have some other type of establishment candidate who can be molded by the deep state and do their bidding. That's just that's the way it looks to me, and I have a lot of evidence to back that going on past history, just the last election cycle. Yeah. So, whatever. I I think Beto's the guy for now. Who knows? Because he, oh yeah, like didn't they dig up something on a on a, on a Bernie Sanders? He said the word. He said the word niggardly. Oh, he yeah. said some word, and he meant it. That's a vocabulary word. He met, yeah. He messed up the word, and it came out as that, and he didn't mean it to sound like that. So now they're they're on him. They're on him for mm. it, <laughs> and so they're they're already coming out of stories against him, and also Beto's having his own thing. He wrote uh, an article or some I don't know some type of story where he talks about like joyously running over two happy little children in his car and, mur- and killing them. 
he was a young kid when he wrote that though right i don't think so i thought oh. he was in college or in high school like uh. i don't i don't know man and that's crazy <laughs> Ethan says Yang Gang 2020. <laughs> the gang, Yang, the Yang Bang. I'm not a part of the Yang Bang. I don't know. You guys were talking on last week, and it was just annoying the piss out of me that I wasn't a part of this conversation. That guy. Because that dude's fucking terrible. And the fact that there's libertarians are like, well, you know, Milton Friedman wants to. No, fuck Milton Friedman and fuck you for the UBI. Like, fuck off. Like, I, they don't care about the stupid UBI that everyone loves for whatever reason. And there's some dumb libertarians who really love it. You know what was hilarious, though? Like, they had all these people were sending uh, Yang like Facebook requests for a thousand dollars. Now you can request money on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're sending them requesting a thousand dollars from Yang, and I heard that like he was having to disable his Facebook or something. He was getting so many requests for a thousand dollars. That's awesome. It's hilarious. He's getting the Yang bang. <laughs> I mean, talk, talk about just like the most blatant example of bribing voters, like with he, their own money. You know, like a thousand dollars a month. You know, we could really use that money. I'm he vote more for or this less guy. said that on Rogan. They were like, "Why do you think people will vote for you?" And he was like, "Well, I mean, I'm offering a thousand dollars. So, I mean, let's be a honest, month. that helps a month. Yeah, a month. But at twelve thousand dollars a year, like, what? What people don't understand? Like, just the dumbest people don't understand. Like, and I'm, I, I hope none of you guys are a favor of the UBI because I'm going to try <laughs> for, but." That's literally you're just creating a new zero. <laughs> just, the yeah. new zero is going to be anything over twelve thousand dollars, like a year. That's the new zero. So just and prices will adjust, uh, businesses will accommodate, and they'll everything will just be run under like, well, twelve thousand dollars. That's literally like caring nothing. Like yeah, that's that over three trillion a year, and the, like, the government doesn't. They don't have that kind of cash. But people think the government just n- never runs out which they don't i mean as far as they can borrow or tax or, or yeah, you know print, yeah well yeah. borrowing borrow, yeah. they borrow and then that money comes from the fed so that's inflation so it's either taxes or inflation yeah and if you inflate like then your prices go up so well, i don't know it's yeah. just it's the math doesn't work at all right but yeah. he yeah. says he's gonna tax the companies that use the new technology that kill the jobs which Scary I don't think automation. that math works. Well, out I, I was looking like um, corporate profits in the U.S. are two trillion. So if you were going to tax just the companies, you're going to wipe out literally all business profits in the United States. I mean that's that's not going to work, right? You know, you can't you can't just eliminate all corporate. Like yeah. everybody's going to go out of business. You know, they lay people off, and then you have like widespread unemployment and a massive drop in economic output. I don't. I don't know. I just think the guy's like horribly irresponsible for saying this that this is even a possibility. His his explanation of why it would help was really dumb too, or like how it would help people. Because Rogan was pressing him on it. He was not a lot, but a little bit on. Well, what's a thousand dollars really going to do for people? And he said, well, if you live in a really poor neighborhood and maybe you want to be a baker, people have a thousand dollars now. They can afford to go buy baked goods. Like that's. <laughs> Like no one, no one in a poor neighborhood like doesn't have cupcake money, dude. Like that's you're out of your mind. You, I've heard better arguments on libertarian podcasts. Just like as a counterpoint, as playing devil's advocate, we're like, well, maybe if I had a thousand dollars, I could risk starting a business. But like to say like you you can't buy some like. I don't know. It's, it's silly. Like all those neighborhoods. If you drive by a lot of like lower income neighborhoods, it's all 
like it's a lot of junk food well i mean that, that's something you know food deserts and stuff so you know now okay okay so here's here's the thing like that gets me thinking about ubi so if you could actually eradicate you know a ton of government jobs by just handing this money straight to the people mm. you know I, I would be curious to see uh, a I, I gotta say the thing that kind of gets me to stop thinking about it is i don't think that these people are going to give up those jobs no of course there's not public, there's yeah. too many unions yeah. yeah so but matt matt think about it though think about this you're literally creating another bureaucracy imagine social security but on crack imagine having all those worthless people over at social security then to this all-encompassing matter of people who take phone calls who write the checks who process things all those those cushy government jobs now you're just making an even bigger bureaucracy for yeah, these people I, to I've be said that. by i've said that you're adding 200 million people to the yeah. dole yeah so how is that going to reduce the amount of bureaucracy it's obviously going to increase the amount of bureaucracy to administer this program it's way bigger way bigger it's yeah. a huge expansion of the welfare state <laughs> that's not going to cut government spending on well administration there's no administrative cost savings there it's like even if you take it away from the war like the the, the military industrial complex which they'll never pry their disgusting hands off of even if you could i mean what that's still another system that's just going to collapse on itself and then they're all okay, saying well, so, we need to so, give it more money okay so what if what if they just uh, made us all take marks of like computer chips on our right hand or forehead and then uh they got a computer system to run like the whole ubi <laughs> thing so they're just like you know giving you a direct deposit every month dude thousand bucks 1984 called it wants this idea back <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, that's like that's like revelation dude <laughs> i know right like, that's yeah. the mark of the beast yeah i mean i guess you could pay off debt but everything else is going to go up you're, i don't think you're but gonna, then you're putting people like i know this sounds really shitty or trivial but like people who are earn like who i guess lower type banks who, who make their living off of these lower end loans and stuff like that they go out of business mm. i mean it's just it's gonna i mean i don't care really care about their their employment but it's just like you got to think this has trickle effects i mean just think about it like it's just gonna go through spread throughout and it's just another type of socialist idea that it's just gonna collapse on itself there's no there's no like when you say a thousand dollars why not two thousand what it, like yeah you would think another more from 2000 <laughs> right another candidate could easily come in and say oh i promise a thousand and one that's, that's what the bernie right. sander means yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious yeah. <laughs> yeah so fuck that <laughs> today today's st patrick's day it's st patrick's day that's why i'm only drinking one beer nice i don't want to get nice. caught Phil, phil's got like a how many ounces is that? This Phil? is like a chode of beer. <laughs> uh, it is thirty-two ounces. A thirty-two ounce can of beer I'm drinking. It's, wait, not, wait it's to, only seven point two. Way to stick the moderation. <laughs> yeah, I know. I so, just said one beer. Guys. He's got one beer. It's thirty-two <laughs> ounces at seven point two percent. Nice. It's good. Yeah. Juice Cannon by Heavy Seas Brewery. Nice. It's awesome. I did uh, a. I didn't know I was going on a bar crawl. I met some friends earlier today, and uh, we started at one place, and then they were like, "Oh, let's go to another place," and then we went there, and they were like, "Oh, let's go to another place." And before I knew it, it was like four hours at four different <laughs> bars, and uh, I just, I don't know. It was fun. It was a fun day. I, I just feel like this is a day of drinking dude you were day drinking and you came here yeah oh my god i'd yeah. be like in a bed somewhere <laughs> like I, was no, day I, I took it easy i didn't have too much but you know a couple beers at so, each. so what does saint patrick's day mean to you guys what, what what wrote it up there on the board let's talk about it 
Yeah, what do, what do you think of St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> okay, I'll start. It doesn't mean shit to me. It's, it's you know, I'm, I'm not Irish. Um, I, I feel like it's it's amateur drinking day number mm-hmm. two, you know, second to only New Year's Eve. Yeah. Oh, I, I think. Is it second to it? Yeah, yeah. that's a close second because well, I think well, this is a big time drinking night day. before yeah. night before Thanksgiving is always a big drinking holiday. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that Wednesday we have uh, in Baltimore. There is uh, a bunch of like bar communities. Sort of, we have like just different areas that have a lot of bars, and they always um, are always having huge events for St. Patrick's Day, for Halloween, for New you know New Year's. It's always a big deal yeah. and they do the bar crawls and there's 8 million people out dressed up in, in green and I don't know. appropriating. Wh- whatever the original intention of St. Patrick's Day was, uh, I think to us at least, it's just a big Did a big drinking St. Patrick, uh, he drove all the snakes out of Ireland. Oh, that's well, that's, that's great. You know that, right? And that's why there's no snakes in Ireland. No, I didn't know that. St. Patrick got rid of them all. Apparently, and that's based off of another type of uh, pagan drink. holiday. Let's drink. Right? <laughs> it's so funny. I look back at my time, like memories on Facebook <laughs> about today, and I, I really not a big fan of of St. Patrick's. And <laughs> I just one post I made eight years ago. I said Irish people are stupid, and this is a stupid holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 mostly Irish, but it's just everyone always does the Irish bit and today is just the day for everyone to, I don't know it's just amateur hour it's like that's just what this is hey, and so now I can only drink this one mega beer instead of like my usual like four because now I gotta worry is there gonna be some type of illegal uh, f- fourth amendment breaking uh, stop on the on the way home I pass a, I literally pass a police di- uh, district right as soon as I come on the way down to my house so I gotta make sure there's no type of stop there you know which they pride themselves in. They'll post my name on Facebook later. Yeah. Yeah, we caught this fat guy. He drank one <laughs> big beer. Make make making your streets safe. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I had a point oh eight. I love the pictures where it's like four of them around a table and there's like uh one little bowl on the table, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, well we look what we did. I know. We're so much <laughs> and they get they always get lit up in the comments. Oh yeah, dude. People post that the the just the audacity of some of these police forces from like bumfuck like Montana or like Wyoming or something will post like they, that's the most weed they've ever seen in like a hundred years and it's just like one little like little bag of it and they'll post <laughs> it on a table with like a bunch of like with like $73 stretched out so you see all $73 and they're like this is what we did today Aren't, it's all should, ones and fives and so someone will share it to like Liberty Memes group and then they'll just go ahead and trash it it's yeah like and I, I saw one where it was like yeah it was just like a, a super small amount of marijuana it was like 70 bucks and then there was like a picture of and also on the table there was like three antique firearms oh yeah, yeah. Well, too. yeah. <laughs> you know, these were guns that obviously nobody was taking out gang banging you know these were guns that were probably left to them from a family member you know yeah. these are like inherited guns antique firearms yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah, this is totally a holiday. Someone just saw a comment. Uh, Craig, yeah, Craig uh, Bowen. He's like the only time. <laughs> the only time people listen to Dropkick Murphys. <laughs> some, some bar, some local bar around here. I forget who it was. They put. They had a sign and they took a picture of it out in front. And they said, "They said we promise we're not playing Flogging Molly inside." <laughs> like that's it's so true. It's the only like, people only play Dropkick Murphys or Flogging Molly today. That's. That's it. And that's what this holiday is known for. It's just so dumb. I hate these forced holidays like Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day. It just encourages stupid behavior and people are just like, yeah, let's go for it, man. Let's go drink some green beer, dude. And let's go. And like in Chicago, they 
the whole city of Chicago, they dye the river green. Yeah. Wow. That's a bit much, but see, I, I don't know. I like I like the Hallmark holidays, you know? It's, oh, it's something to do. It's something to celebrate. Go out with your friends. That's why you're not an anarchist, Have some man. drinks. <laughs> Even Valentine's Day, you know, go out with your girl. Like, go, have, no. go get no. some wine. I refuse. My Buy wife nice knows. cards and chocolate. My, my wife was... I've been married for... What do you want? Week. Every day to be the same? No. Like, no, I, like, what's today? Randomly, it's nothing. It's another dude, day that's not that's a holiday or anything more holidays because it's just it's another way get into the no spirit reason. you're a grinch that's what you are <laughs> I, I am a grinch, grinch. When it comes to valentine's day man it's like people that hate christmas but see christmas is an actual holiday there's meaning to it there's feeling there's emotion behind it whether you're filled uh, a grinch i'm an atheist and like i still have so much emotion behind christmas it's just from a kid but i have nothing when it comes to from valentine's day yeah yeah it, it's just one of those things that they force on you and if you don't one up your dumb facebook friend who goes all out because it's their first Valentine's Day. They go all out for their girl and then your girlfriend or wife sees it and they get jealous and like it's when my wife is cool. Like we, she was like, no, Valentine's Day is stupid. But once you get bombarded, this has been like I've been married for so long. It's just you get bombarded with Yeah, so stuff. it's a reminder to take her out uh-huh. to dinner and have a nice so day. So I do something for her not on that day so randomly one day in the middle of summer i'll go buy her flowers because i love her and she's the greatest person ever i've ever met so i will go out on a random day when i'm not being forced to by some stupid hallmark cards and (laughs) and i go out and i just get her doing something nice then show her my appreciation Mm -hmm. so it's not forced okay you just sit at home and watch uh, American Idol yep. Valentine's No, I don't watch American Idol. I just sit at home whatever and like, you... fuck this holiday. And she's like, yeah, whatever. But she was she was mostly on my side of this. But, but going Mostly. Back, yeah, most. most. It's kind of weaned a little bit because now, like, all of our other friends, like, people are still suckers by it. All my guy friends and all their girlfriends, like, they do go all out. Yeah, everybody like, no, else I'm not is doing, doing that. Everybody, everybody else is doing nice things uh-huh. for their girl and with but their girl. A few days ago. Bill's like, you know what? You can wait until July. <laughs> When you get a when you get flowers on a random day in July, and no. none of them are getting anything. But no, literally, I would this year a few days before Valentine's Day, I went and bought my wife an orchid because she said how much she loved it, mm-hmm. and so I bought it for. Her, and still, yesterday she was looking at it; it was still sitting there. And she's like, "That just looking at the orchid just puts me in such a better mood." And I'm like, "See, I did it! I Good did job. it! See, I know my wife, man. I know." All right. But th- St. Patrick's Day is kind of that way for me. It uh, it's just feels so forced, and it's just amateur hour, and people just wear green, and they, and the, they pissed me off so bad. So when I wouldn't wear green on any type of like any of the holiday at work, people come pinch you. Do you guys get pinched? Have you ever gotten no. pinched? Yeah, I have on multiple years, and I'm just it's fucking annoying. What's the pinching? Because you're not wearing green. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Matt wore a green shirt today, so I can't pinch him. Yeah, it, it's just by chance that I put on a green shirt. It, it's, <laughs> you know, honestly, if, if I would have thought about it, I would have purposely not worn a green shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just not a big fan of it. But I know a lot of people are. And because like, Guinness, uh, we were right by the Guinness Brewery in my house. I can see it from my house. And they, you have to buy tickets just to get into the brewery for today and yesterday. You had to, just to get in. I would assume you would have to every day. No, we, I went to it last weekend. and Guinness is just open? Yeah, it's a, it's a whole brewery. It's a restaurant. They got a whole thing. It's like the biggest... It's, I think it's their first American brewery since 1954. I don't care for the beer. It's too, too heavy. Well, they have, all, they, have all, they have blonde. They don't have... It's not just the... You know, what you think of the stout. It's, it's, they have blonde. They have IPAs. They have 
a ba- uh, barrel aged beer. It's pretty cool. Did they make a wine cooler for Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> I think they serve water if you're interested. If you're, that's your type of thing. Um, yeah, I do. I do like water, <laughs> flavored water. I mean, Phil, they've got to have some sort of like transitioning beverage. <laughs> <laughs> they just crack you the hormones in the in the water. <laughs> Oh man! So uh, I guess next, uh, on Becky goes to jail. Yeah, let's let's do that real quick, real quick, real quick. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, or do we save that for the after hours? I don't know because because it, it's like fifty nine minutes in here. Maybe I mean, we I think can, we're about to run out of time. Can I trash college for just like two minutes to the people who listen? You totally can on the after hours. All right, <laughs> and you can hear about my SJW yeah. story. Yeah. Until next time, live free. Or die. Status is good break with the blood that is shed. Treachery that flies out the tax bombs and bread. Poisons by a fill at the expense of the many. Soldiers and gods and their machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, democracy. You can put freedom in dead point in a fine land. You support the troops that bring them home. I believe the jokes. We'll do the best for you. And I believe that we have the power, have the power I hate the state, and I know I'm a slave We can make the break, break the power, break the power Society of individuals, nothing more than not interference with natural rights What's a virtuous person fully comprehends the non-aggression principle The violence of the state becomes absolute